0: Look at the latest posts and resources we put there to serve you. I started this program because I want you to know that it doesn't have to be that hard. Business leaders like you struggle to get results, to build your team, to satisfy customers, to grow your business, and to stay sane in the midst of these crazy dynamics going on around you. My team and I have had full careers in business leadership roles, and we get it. We've had the same challenges as you, and we can share what we've learned, and we can make your life easier. In this program, I will be joined by various members of our team and other guests that I know can help you. We will offer new perspectives and share some of the secrets that you're just not hearing about anywhere else. Business Results Program is your personal journey to improve yourself as you improve your company and achieve your most important goals and deliver the business results that make you and your team happy. Now, let's get to today's episode. Hey, P. Winarski here again. This is a special edition of the Business Results Radio podcast where I am helping out with the gang at Fabtech. The Fabtech Expo is here November 11 to 14 in Chicago at McCormick Place. McCormick Place is a huge Expo Center and I hope you're able to make it. During that event, there's an education session and we're doing a half day on leadership. Um, I've been invited to be one of five speakers. or five top speakers all about leadership, and it's a leadership and development workshop as part of the education uh, program within Fabtech this year. So what I'm doing is I'm interviewing each of the other four guests, and I'll uh, have a quick conversation about what it is their topic is they're talking about and feeding it back here through the podcast channel for you. So take a look at fabtechexpo.com, fabtechexpo.com, register for Fabtech get to Chicago November 11 to 14 on the 12th Tuesday is when we're doing this leadership workshop in the afternoon 12 to 4:30. So you have to go on to the education section, right the Learning and development section of fabtechexpo.com. So register for the Expo register for the education part and we'll see you there and in the meantime you can get a quick snip of each of our topics right here. We'll talk to you soon. Hi everyone. Pete Winarski here, and I am the CEO of Win Enterprises. And today, this is a special podcast episode where I'm actually part of a leadership panel uh, for a Fabtech conference coming up here in Chicago. And I am interviewing the different panelists. So today, we've got Mark Ernst with us. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Pete. Really good. Thank you. How are you? Fantastic, and Mark, you're
1: out on the West Coast somewhere, is that right? Yes, I am, and just uh, about four miles north of Long Beach, so kind of halfway between LA and Orange County. Excellent, which
0: which means that you could get away with wearing like short sleeve, comfortable clothes all year round.
1: Yes. <laughs> short, yeah, I'm in shorts probably 11 months out of the year. <laughs> no need to apologize for that ever. <laughs> well, I grew I up it. in Chicago, so, you know, I know what it's like to, you know, be 25 below zero and freezing. Well, there you go.
0: And so, you know, we're, we're heading back to Chicago together in November. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know you won't be wearing shorts, <laughs> you know, in those. Uh, like, in that <laughs> Fantastic. So on, on this panel, Mark, you're actually speaking on two different occasions over right. half day exercise. And one of those is about delegation and the whole delegation strategy. So, you know, the, the concept of leadership and Mark, you're diving into delegation right. first. And then you're uh, secondly, how to become that unforgettable leader. Right. Who's that leader that people always remember? So let's let's talk about what you're going to talk about. So let's get into delegation right now.
1: What I have found with so many clients that I've worked with over the years is is you got so many leaders who don't get the concept of delegation. They don't understand why they should do it. They don't understand how to do it. And if they have done it and it's not gone well, they're convinced it doesn't work. Mm. Um, And so what I try to take people through is give them steps to follow that you can do these steps and, and do an effective delegation. But I also go through, let's talk about why people don't delegate. You know, a lot of those are kind of personal. People hold on to stuff. Uh, gee, it's going to take the new guy longer. Uh, you know, and deep down inside, is probably, what's somebody going to think of me if somehow somebody else can do what I can do and maybe do it better? Right.
0: Yeah, this is the, the whole thing about I don't have time to hire the person I need because I'm so busy doing their work for them and now I can't get anything else done. That's right. It's,
1: you know, it's a bit of a martyr syndrome. Uh, and, and what I try to help people show is, look, if you're really going to be the leader, you've got to build the bench strength. You've got to be able to replace yourself. And the best leaders, the organization can run when they're not there. Absolutely. So you talked a moment ago just about why people might not.
0: What's the biggest risk that you see if someone just doesn't bother to even try or they try and they gave up? What's the risk to them and the organization if they just stop
1: delegating? You know, one is going to be uh, anyone above them, their boss has to begin to recognize maybe they're not the right leader. Maybe they're as far as they can go. Mm. The second thing is anybody who's got any capability on that person's team has got to be saying, wait a minute, I'm not getting developed. I'm not getting groomed. This is the job I'll be in essentially till the guy above me leaves. And so I'm going to have to leave the organization to find a better job. It creates a dead end. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a tough
0: one. Yeah, so delegating clearly is important. And during the Fabtech Conference and this leadership time spot that you have, you're going to get into all of the steps and the how-to's and whatnot. Um, right. If there was one teaser thing that's most important for someone to know right now, even even though they could still go to your
1: session if they're not there, one thing. What's most important? Well, we give out a tool which allows you to 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 in an organized way prepare for a delegation. You know, let me make sure I know what I'm delegating. Is it delegable? Uh, Who am I going to give it to? How do I know they can do it? And before you even sit down, you can do some self-assessment of your team member and have it pretty well organized so that you're ready to go. Uh, The second thing I find is often when somebody delegates, they delegate responsibility, but not authority. Ah, Tell me about that. What's the difference? Well, if I give you responsibility, I need to give you concurrent authority. Otherwise, as you try to move, you don't have the authority to get something done. And that's closely linked with the third thing, which is communication. Mm-hmm. If I delegate a project to you, you're going you're gonna to lead a team. And I give you the authority to give assignments to the team and hold people accountable for their outcomes. But I don't tell the team. Then when you go to the team member and say, hey, Joe, you need to do this, they're going, hey, you're not my boss. <laughs> and, and it causes conflict and confusion. I actually had that
0: experience once, Mark, a long, long, long time ago, but uh, you know, I had just taken over an operations manager role, and, uh, and the org structure was shuffling a little bit, mm-hmm. and I ended up with the responsibility uh, for purchasing and supply chain right. within, that, within that division. <laughs> and um, because it was a new move, the guy whose job it was wasn't told that, oh, by the way, Pete's going to actually be your new direct boss rather me. Right. So, so like I was asking him questions and he's like, why are you asking me all this stuff? (laughs) (laughs) I'm your boss. (laughs) But it didn't get communicated on day one like that.
1: So I, you know, it's comical now, but at the moment it was like confusion all around. Right. Well, if you look at most of the issues is a lot of managers kind of know what they should do. They don't know how to do it. I use those terms and, and it becomes a real challenge for them. Yeah, sure
0: does. So that's delegation. And that's the first of two conversations that you'll be having and leading through during the the leadership uh, Mm half-day workshop. Uh, Let's talk about the other one, how to be that leader that is memorable, that people will always remember and say, wow, that guy was amazing, or that gal
1: was amazing. I'm so glad they were my boss. Let's talk about that. I've published some articles on this. I'm working on a book. And it's really for me, a more simple concept because you can read lots of leadership books. Mm -hmm. But it occurred to me and I started asking questions maybe 10 years ago as I'd be doing speaking. And there's five questions I ask. And the first one, uh, hold up your hand and with the numbers of fingers, indicate how many terrific managers you've had in your career. did you get a lot of this? I, uh, well, there's a, there is a group where there's none. Uh, The most I've seen is four. And the average is two. Uh-huh. Now, I don't define terrific. I let them do it. But it's, it's enough that you're getting to the core of what it is. Right. The second question I say is, what were the qualities or characteristics that made them terrific? Uh-huh. And, and back and forth, I'll hear some things. And the most often one is they were charismatic and dynamic. But the five qualities or characteristics that come through all the time are, number one, they were subject matter experts. They knew their job. Number two, uh, they saw something in me that I didn't see in me, and they began to coach, develop, mentor me. They gave me positive and constructive feedback, so I always knew where I stood, and they supported me. Mm -hmm. The third one was they operated with integrity. And actually, integrity is normally one, but integrity. You could trust them. You didn't always like what you heard, but what they told you was true. Yeah, and I can understand why that might be the first in your list. It is. I, I, I didn't quite jot it down. So when I don't have my PowerPoint, I'm working off the hype. Well, the good uh, news is you, you will have your PowerPoint when you're there. Know. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth thing is that they don't micromanage, which really goes to they trust the people who work for them and they let them make mistakes, they let them learn. Mm-hmm. And the fifth one is they deal with the slackers. That that the slackers are the ones who you know get dealt with because we've all worked on teams. We all know who the slackers are, and we're always wondering like, why are they keeping that guy? How right. come the manager isn't dealing with him? I mean, he's washing his car on the side. What's going on? And those are the five things over and over and over that I hear, and I I add and say, think about that. How many people here have a problem with lie stealing and cheating? Right. Okay. Integrity's covered. Uh. How many people here know their job? You know, most hands go up. I said, well, that's two out of five. Now, then you get into the other three where it gets very challenging. Uh-huh. And I, But I still say, it's not hard. To me, hard is, I, I'm NASA, I call you and I say, look, I'm gonna let out a contract. I need you to invent a tile. It's never been invented before. And you're gonna put it on the space shuttle so that it doesn't burn up coming on re-entry. Oh, and by the way, you got to invent the glue to hold it. Now, that's hard, right? It's never been done before. You have to invent it. And you need but, it next week. <laughs> yeah, but look at this. You're not going to lie, steal, and cheat. You're going to deal with the slackers. Uh, you're confident at your job. You're going to give me coaching and mentoring. What's hard about those? Because then the other question I ask is, if I had your team – in the other room, a one-way mirror that you could hear and see, and I had them hold up their hand, and they did fingers. And I asked the next question: Is your current manager one of those fingers? What would they say? Mm-hmm. In one Fabtech, one guy screamed, "Yes, it's me!" Right? But most <laughs> I see people look down, look around, like, "Who's he talking to?" And and then I say, "Why aren't we the one?" This is not hard stuff, and so the whole focus of this is making small changes so that you can be the one because it's not that hard but the impact on people around you is so dramatic so you'll walk us through in person
0: exactly how to become that leader by implementing those five things
1: yep
0: exactly i love it excellent so if there's uh you know if there's one and as you pointed out, it's not like developing a tile and the adhesive that ends up on a space shuttle. Um, it's not that hard. What's the most challenging thing that people do get tripped up on
1: as they're following your methodology and becoming that leader? I think the one area most leaders struggle with, whether it's in that or anywhere else, is holding people accountable. Aha. Uh, Say more have, about that most leaders do not like to hold people accountable. They, they, especially for behavioral accountability. If it's things you do, you know, hitting your numbers, they're pretty good at that. But if it's misbehaving with the team, long smoke breaks, missing your commitments, showing up to work late, gossiping, um, you know, all those things, boy, so many leaders are so slow to deal with that and the impact on the team is dramatic. Right. One of the, Questions I ask a lot of team members, I'll say, before you were a manager, when you were just a worker bee, did you know who the good team members were on your team? The people you go to who could help you, who you trusted, who carried the load? And they go, yes. And did you know who the slackers were? Yes. And what was your question for your manager about the slackers? Why are they still there? It's been a big problem because people hate to hold people accountable. Right. Right. Yeah. You just built the case for accountability workshops for sure. Yeah. Because I, 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 t- I teach a lot of accountability. I've written about a lot of accountability and I'm sure you've run into it where you're coaching somebody and they've got crummy people and you're like, okay, uh, how long have they been bad? Oh, you know, and it's a long time. And what have you tried? Well, I've tried this, this, and this. Okay. Why are they still here? Oh, and you hear all the groaning and the face machinations. And it's like, well, I might get somebody worse. And, and they really struggle with how to do that. Yeah, especially, you know, my world, which is a lot of business transformation
0: and you know, the projects that go on for extended periods of time. Obviously, you, you, we're working with the leaders for, you know, transition period as well. So if they had to get, you know, clean out some of those people who aren't doing their job. And sure. We, those exact excuses that you've talked about, we're at least able to coach and mentor through the hiring process and the the growth process on the other side, and getting everything in place. Those excuses that you highlighted, they're
1: yeah. you know they're, they're, you didn't make those up for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, and you know the bend over backwards, and and the issue is, and I'm sure you've done it where you've actually coached somebody or even stepped in to help them terminate somebody that has been bad for years. And if that's, if that's what's required,
0: um, you know, and unfortunately, as you pointed out, they don't have the skills to do that and they're
1: not getting the support from their HR team. Yeah, well, I I always start out with tails, don't wag dogs. It starts at the top. And if the top doesn't demonstrate accountability, it's very difficult to have it in the organization. Right? Because if you look at the CEO, it's the CEO holding the top team accountable. And if it isn't, you can see it right away because then it's just all through the organization. It's a ripple effect. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm glad I asked that question about
0: the biggest challenge because the answer, now that you've shared it, is not a surprise to me and hopefully to you listeners out there, it's not a surprise to you either. So. Just as a way of wrap-up, so FabTech, Tech, uh, you know, check out the FabTech uh, website for more information about you know, how you could register to the expo, how you can register for this, this very specific leadership um, uh, collection symposium. Essentially, it's a half day uh, with, uh, with the set of speakers talking about various topics. And these are the two that Mark's talking about, talking about delegation and then how to be that unforgettable leader. Thank you. Mark, Thank you for being here today, and I am excited to see you uh, in a few short weeks. This is only about a month away. Yeah, you got it,
1: same here. Take care, everyone. Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Business Results Radio. Remember to share this episode on social media or directly with people you think would benefit from it. And if you are willing, Subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star rating. Go ahead and do that now while you're thinking of it. I also want to invite you to visit businessresultsradio.com. And if you want to learn more about the Win Enterprises team or about the business consulting and mentoring services we provide, visit completebusinesstransformation.com. Thanks a bunch, and we will catch you again soon.